I'm the biggest believer in betting on yourself. Yep. Not that that's like always right, you know, but I say like, look, you're either betting on someone else or you're betting on yourself. Right. And it seems like an obvious answer to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, and not necessarily, you know, brokerage is different. Like yeah. you can be at a brokerage and be betting on yourself. For sure. But I just fundamentally believe in that. Like, I do too. Yeah. This is The Real Estate Podcast, a show by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let's hear from our host, Matt Teifke and Alex Kaufman. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Real Estate Podcast. This is your co-host, Alex Kaufman. Today, we've got AJ Abrams. You may be asking yourself, that sounds really familiar. Well, if you're local here to Austin, Texas, and you're a UT fan, it's because he used to play for the uh, UT Longhorns basketball team. Um, but now he is a real estate broker. He's got his own brokerage here in Austin. And Matt and I are really excited about this one. We got to dive in, pick his brain, figure out what he has found to be successful, what drives him, and what he's doing to help other people. So make sure you sit back, relax, and enjoy. The Real Estate Podcast is sponsored by Doyen Inspections. Doyen is a team of female professional home inspectors that serve the greater Austin area. Whether you are buying a resale, building a new home, or about to list your home for sale, the ladies at Doyen Inspections can inspect your home. They provide a color-coded and thorough inspection report full of images, videos, and explanations. Visit Doyen, that is D-O-Y-E-N-N-E, inspections.com for more information or give them a call at 512-655-9940. Now back to the episode. AJ, appreciate you coming on, man. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, yeah. super easy going. Uh, if you can, a couple inches from the mic. Gotcha. Uh, it's called The Real Estate Podcast. The Real Estate Podcast. Welcome. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I actually know a few things. How about that? There you go. <laughs> what we like to do, uh, you know, we're... No competition for us. Like, we want to promote you. No, uh, at the awesome. same time, try to give out value for uh, our listeners, entrepreneurs. For just sure. Sometimes we'll go off on tangents and not, even, it, not even talk about real estate. I mean, I'm, I'm all for going off on a tangent because I'm notorious for that. So, whatever, good. Man. Whatever. We'll have fun. <laughs> whatever you guys want to talk about, I'm down. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, I think it's safe to say uh, you are definitely the best three point shooter I've ever been around. <laughs> I'm old now, bro. I'm old. I'll, I'll take that title wet. Eight years ago, I take that title. Now I'm just going to be the old man still just trying to get a sweat in now. <laughs> I doubt it, man. I know you still got it. <laughs> I try. The, the funny thing is, uh, talking about that league that uh, met one of your agents, literally my wife signed me up for that. I'm sitting on the couch, and uh, she gets a phone call from one of her coworkers, and all I hear is, yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't mind. Yeah, he'd love to do that. Yeah, basically, right? And I was like, well, him is me, so what wouldn't I mind? <laughs> and she goes, oh, well, I just signed you up for for Hill Country Indoor. Um, you're on a basketball team with one of my coworkers' boyfriends. I was like, oh, you want to ask first? You're just going <laughs> to sign me up? She was like, yeah, you play on Thursday. I'm like, I'll be there, but next time ask. <laughs> I usually get paid for this. <laughs> right. <laughs> But it's good. I mean, we've been playing for like three or four years now. It's good. We actually won won the won the championship one time, you know. So it's a good time. It's a get out, meet new people, which is you know kind of ties into real estate. I think I've sold uh, my t my teammates three like uh, three of my teammates have bought a house so far. 
That's yeah. awesome, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I actually, I think you're maybe like uh, three or four years older than me. I, I remember. Am I? Don't. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm the old <laughs> guy right now. <laughs> well, that, I was just saying that because I remember uh, actually watching you play in high school. Yeah. Uh, I went to Round Rock High School. You were McNeil, right? Yep. yep. And my cousin, uh, Josh, played with uh, like Kirkendall and some of those guys. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I think we talked about this. They, they, he was a white dude, super energetic, defensive guy. I think, yeah. And, uh, and so I used to watch watch him play. I go to all the games and yeah. everything. So it was cool seeing you play. I think so. I, I just remember one time at Round Rock. Um, I don't know if it was like senior night for them, right? But we were playing Round Rock uh, at Round Rock High School, and uh, one of my teammates told me he was like, "Hey, the dude on the other team was a huge Texas fan." And I had just, you know, committed to go to Texas or signed to go to Texas, whatever one, whichever one it was. And uh, I guess the dude got super mad and gets up in my face and says, you're not going to Texas. I was like, well, I, I am, but <laughs> I just, just signed, <laughs> just the, signed the other day. So, yeah, I'm going. You may not like it right now, but I'm going. So <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, man, you were you were really fun to watch. I, oh, mean, I appreciate it. Man. Yeah, I had, a, I had a good time. It was uh you know, it was a lot of work because obviously when I walk in, I'm not I'm not intimidating in, in stature by any means. So it was a lot of work, but I had a good time doing it. It was a lot a lot of stuff I learned from my parents, making sure that, you know, you get what you you get what you put into it. So I, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of time in the gym, uh, a lot of missed nights with friends. You know, you know. But yeah, I had a goal. I had a had a dream and tried to go after it. Yeah. So you know, one of the parts of the show we like to kind of get into people's background. Obviously, basketball is probably. Would you say like that was your life? Up yeah. To- yeah, for sure. Basketball. I mean, so if we take it back a little little further, I, I was actually a baseball player, bro. I was heavy into baseball, and uh, what kind of pushed me over the edge to go with basketball. It's like every time I would go up to the plate, I would get hit. And I was like, yeah, we got to get some control out here. What are we doing, fellas? <laughs> but every time I would get hit. And so I'm like, no, 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 no. So I kind of switched over to football for a little bit. And then that, you know, that Texas weather kicked in. I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be outside. Let's go inside. You're right. <laughs> get some AC. And uh, basketball just kind of took over. But the funny thing is I was actually talking to my wife about it the other day um, because we just signed our son up to play like little kid basketball he's like four now so it's like little kid basketball and um i was like i didn't i didn't do this you know i didn't play quote unquote little kids basketball i started playing basketball until i was in fifth grade you know (laughs) you know it wasn't i played unorganized with my dad in the uh in the driveway but it was more so of you know basketball i mean excuse me baseball football and then finally got into basketball right before middle school and then it just kind of took off from there so yeah and obviously uh you know I know you put a lot of time into it and also had natural ability. Like I'm, I'm curious, you know, I, I kind of want to get into this on the real estate side, like yeah. what applies, but like, what was your process? I mean, were you just shooting basketballs all the time? It was, um, it, to start. Yes. Yeah. You, Cause you have to put the time in. It was, you know, my dad and my mom instilled that in me early. Like if you want to be good at something, you got to, you just got to put the time in and get better at it. So, um, for whatever reason, I, took hold of that and you know you know christmas morning i would go to the gym and get some shots up before you know all the festivities would start and everything like that so it was it was pretty intense but it was something that i wanted to do you Chris, know, so christmas food's always better after workout anyways, yeah, exactly right? you know you come in hungry <laughs> uh, but i mean it was something that you know sometimes i feel like parents kind of push their kid into doing it and so it's kind of like a reluctant work ethic uh, for me, it was just like, all right, cool. I'm in, I want to do this. So I'm going to go out and do it. So pops, you can come or not. I'll be there. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't him dragging me along. Um, and the, the stuff that goes along with it, it was, 
you know, you got to go through a routine. Uh, it's just like with anything else. It's a, if the, the success comes <clears> in with the routine, it's not just, you know, going out there with no plan. You got to go. You have to have a plan of action, what you're going to work on each and every day. Took hold of that. And it kind of uh, I don't want to say digressed a little bit. It just it became more intentional as opposed to you hear all these guys talking about you got to you got to put hours and on top of hours on top of hours into the gym or into your craft and I was like no you just got to be more intentional with your time you know mm-hmm. so the same stuff that I'm doing in an hour and a half 2 hours is taking you guys you know all day to do it it's because you're not intentional with your time and so that's again what I took hold of it because it wasn't taking up my entire life I was just intentional about what I did it and when I I had the time to do it I would go do it so I guess to boil it down like really focused and zoned in and maximizing the time absolutely I mean because I I wasn't the guy I I, I hated waking up early you know you got these guys that I wake up at six o'clock a.m. do this I'm like okay well I I bet it's not the best of your ability you know at six o'clock or four o'clock in the morning unless that's just you it wasn't me you know so whenever my my time was I'll stay up late all day I I do it now I mean I'm up at two three o'clock in the morning just doing real estate stuff Um, but that that was me but it was you're zoned in with a, a task at hand. A lot of people just kind of you know do the shotgun approach. You're like, all right, we'll see what sticks. No, you got to go in there with a plan. Whether you're working on mid range for for basketball three pointers today, uh, working on ball handling, whatever the case is, you got to be got to be super intentional with it. And a lot of people think that, like Steph Curry, I'm pretty sure if you would ask Steph like how many threes he practices a day, I'm pretty sure it's minimal. As it was with me, it was very minimal shooting threes because how you get good at it is you know, perfecting the actual form and uh, the consistency of your form inside the arc as opposed to just launching stuff from outside. That's cool. And that obviously yeah. applies to, to everything in life For in sure. a lot of ways. For sure. What point, was there a point when you realized like, man, I'm really good at this? I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't really think that I was really, really good. I just think I outworked everybody, you know? And I think, I mean, I wasn't the most talented person. I, do I do I think that I had some God-given talent? Absolutely. Yeah. But I wasn't, you know, like, again, wasn't physically intimidating. It was just like, all right, cool. I worked at this, so this is the results that's supposed to happen, yeah. you know, because I put in the work. But um, I think there was at one point that my dad actually said something because we, it was like at an AAU tournament. And we weren't even playing in a game. I was just dribbling the ball up the stairs, you know, going through my legs, doing all this stuff, going upstairs. He was like, he calls me Slim. He goes, Slim, you're getting pretty good, huh? I was like, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And I figured, like, uh, you know, unless, you know, like LeBron James probably knew he was good from the second. For sure. But, like, for most people, like, you're just putting in the work, yeah. right? You probably, I don't know if you had this or not, but. I know for me, like part of the reason why I work so hard on what I do is I was I was scared of the alternative of working a certain way. Yeah. I don't know if you felt like that or not, but I, I, I would imagine there's something there like you didn't, never felt good enough. And so right. that's what probably drove you to work harder to get better at it. And in the process, you became great at the, it. The secondary part of when you're working hard or <laughs> when you think that you're working hard is that if you have a really good mentor behind you saying, well, somebody else is doing the same thing. You know, there's going to be there. You're not the only one doing this. And so that's what keeps you going, because, again, you got people that may be younger or maybe living in a different state, maybe living in a different country. Of course, when you're talking, when you're just when you're speaking athletic wise, you're like, well, you know, they're getting up. They're doing the same stuff. So what are you going to do to separate yourself? Got to be consistent. You got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing it because a lot of people will do it. And, and it goes into real estate. You got a, a lot of people that will work hard for three or four days. And whew, I just crushed it this week. Take a week off. 
yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And I mean, there's always ways to get better yep. and uh, always learning new things every single day. Absolutely. Even after doing a ton of deals or writing up a bunch of contracts, you learn something new and it's always about getting better and getting sharper and, and learning, right? Absolutely. We closed our biggest deal ever yesterday. Nice. Congrats. And, and uh, he, Thank awesome. you. Thank Yeah. But the point about that was like, back to work. That's yeah. what he says. I'm like, let's celebrate. He's like, nah, back head down. I'm like, Whoa. I don't, it's, the fun's over. Like once it's closed, you know, after you win the game or like for me, it's as soon as the deal's closed, it's, it's gone. Yeah. I don't think about it anymore. It's what's next. You don't want to rest on what you're, you're only as good as your last deal. And if that last deal does not come anytime soon, then you got a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, right. And it takes a while to get deals going. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever, uh, get tired of talking about, Back basketball or anything like that? No, so or, the, or having people ask you about it? I'm, no, the 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 only thing that I got, I was really can I say can I say pissed off? Say whatever okay, you want. Right, yeah, the only thing good. that I really got pissed off about with basketball was when I was actually making this tra- transition into real estate, and obviously I went to the University of Texas, and so we we are considered the pro team around here because there, again there's no professional team. And so when I was, you know, going through real estate, you're letting everybody know you're trying to talk to anybody and everybody that'll listen to you. And so I'm telling them I'm going into real estate. And the response that I would get all the time was, oh, my God, you're going to do so well. If they had put a period right there, I would have continued the conversation with them. But they put a comma and would always say, you're going to do so well, comma, because you went to UT. Mm. That's what would piss me off because, like, you know, there was a favor that. I did UT as UT did for me. It was it was mutually mutually beneficial, but just because I went to school there doesn't mean I'm I was going to be successful. Because there's a lot of people with the UT graduation or UT grad that aren't successful. It is what it is. It's it's a numbers game. And so just because I have the UT title on my name doesn't mean I'm going to be successful in this. It's got, no, it's going to go back to why they wanted me to play basketball for them it's because I work I worked my tail off to get there, and it was mutually beneficial. So I don't get tired of talking about it. I got tired of that. So I, I actually, and it was most likely 95% sure the wrong thing to do when you start a real estate career. I didn't talk to anybody from UT. I didn't reach back out to anybody. I didn't do anything simply because I had it in my mind. All right, I'm just going to prove everybody wrong again. Mm. I'm going to prove everybody wrong just like I did in basketball because, I, again, not physically dominating. So I got to prove people wrong on a day-to-day basis. Same thing with this. I'm not going to reach out to anybody because I don't want them to think that they had a huge role in the in the success that I see is going to happen. It hasn't happened yet. Again, mind you, just just starting out. But I didn't I didn't want them to have any type of oh yeah he did it because he went to UT. Mm. You know, and so for I would say probably the first two and a half three years, I didn't even bring up I didn't even bring it up my real estate career to anybody around there simply because I wanted to build it on my own. Now looking back on it. Should I have swallowed my pride a little bit? Eh, maybe, but I don't know if I would, if we would have got to where we're at simply by you know going that route. So yeah, I don't know. hindsight's twenty twenty. That's interesting, man. <laughs> I, I hear you, and I'm trying to figure out like how I, I feel about that and think about that because like I am such a big networker. Yeah, and I'm like I'd lean all into that. Yeah, for but sure. at the same time, I totally hear you. Like I love when people tell me I can't. Like right. if you tell me I can't do it, like, it's like I'm gonna go do it. I appreciate I appreciate you. <laughs> saying that because yeah. now I'm going to do that well sure. and, and obviously that wasn't the case and isn't the case that because you went to UT you'd be successful in real no. estate and I, I would think that people who would say that to you you know just don't understand I, or, I don't and honestly I don't think they meant any harm by it whatsoever right. I, did you guys watch that Michael Jordan documentary absolutely and so that that's the mindset that I took um, you know when I think they told Mike that 
you know, some rookie was going to go after him. And he made up this whole complete story and mm. he would do it throughout his, his entire career just trying to stay motivated. And maybe that's the route that I took um, because, again, I, had, I was always – you know, again, I was always, you know, eh, do we do we really want him? He's not he's not big, you know, that kind of deal. So I, I think I just have that personality trait in me now. And again, when somebody said something to me, again, I don't think there was any malice behind it. They were sincerely probably, um, you know, happy that I was doing it and wanted to see me be successful. But I didn't like that comma. They should have put a period right there and I would have been all over it. But I didn't I didn't want people to think that my success was going to come from just because I played basketball at the University of Texas. That's right. cool, man. And, and it's interesting, uh, like, you think about, like, evolution and the way the brain works. It's like, yeah. and there's different phases for things in life. It's probably better that you did that to uh, create certain skills, which we'll, we'll have to get into, and, like, yeah. what you did to, to find success, and then tap into that right. network. So, like, ultimately, that is the way to do it, because you could have <laughs> just... You know, yeah. you started using the network and I'm sure that you wouldn't have developed certain skills and mindsets right. uh, that would have helped you be more successful in the future. And that, that tenacity that comes along with it of wanting to prove somebody wrong, whether again, whether they were doubting me or not, I again, I don't feel like they were. I just took it and ran with it because I'm like, yeah, that's, that's not how this is going to go down. And so I think that tenacity and the, and the, the drive to, you know, just. I don't want to say be better, but just kind of show like, all right, cool. You know, the traits, I already had these traits beforehand. This is why you guys wanted me to go to the school. I'm just going to continue to use them outside of the school, you know, out, outside of the University of Texas or outside of basketball and just be successful in a different route. I think, you know, I, I do a lot of speaking up at schools and things like that. And I think a lot of times people just take hold of the sport that they play. Like they identify themselves with that sport. Like, you know, people would kind of introduce me and say, hey, AJ, uh, the basketball player. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's hold off on that. Let's kind of do the introduction of AJ who played basketball. Just putting that who right there mm -hmm. takes away the identity of, you know, of basketball just being the only thing that I, that I could do. You know, and a lot, I think a lot of athletes still to this day, they, they just identify with the sport, which is why I think a lot of them hang on a little bit too long because they're of the fear of, what's next and I wasn't really fearful of what's next because again you can call it arrogance I just call it confidence that my, my parents instilled in me that you know whatever you decide to do just go do it and be good at it yeah and you know give it 100 percent. keep yeah, working at it absolutely and you know whatever it is for sure and that's why I was wondering like uh that's why I asked that like if you get tired of talking about it I have uh friends that you know have been doing real estate for 20 years and yeah. he's like you know, I just want to sometimes go somewhere and people not like want to talk real estate. I just want to be a regular dude. Yeah. And so like, there's always something there, you know, I think as humans, like we don't want to be put in any kind of box. Yeah. And uh, that's why, I, that's why I brought that up. It's, it's funny you say that. I, I think I made a post on uh, Facebook the other day. I was like, Hey guys, if you see me dressed like this, <laughs> we're not talking about real estate today. <laughs> right. But if you see me dressed like this, bring it on. <laughs> Well, what, what made you want to get into real estate and where did that desire come from? Uh, it, it actually all stems from family and, uh, and, bas and sports and basketball. So my sister um, got her real estate license way before I did. I was still playing basketball at the time. Um, I was living in Italy. Um, I think it was my first year over in Italy uh, playing ball. 
And at the time she was studying to get her real estate license. And I was like, all right, yo, just come live with me while you study to get your real estate license and you can be my quote unquote assistant. I'll pay you a little bit. Uh, that way, when you go back, you'll have a little bit of money. It helps it help you with your career. Right. So she did that. Um, before that, the reason why I started playing basketball was because of my sister, Ashley. Um, obviously, parents have decisions to make when they, when they go watch their kids play sports and everything. She's older than me. So, again, she's taking if she's on varsity, they're not going to come watch my JV game. They're going to go watch her varsity game. Totally understood that. Um, and so I was like, all right, cool. I want some of this attention, you know. So even before that, I was like, all right, they keep going to Ashley's game because she's older. Well, I want some of this attention. Maybe it's basketball. Let me take up basketball. You know, it was inside, like I, like I mentioned before. But also, my parents seemed to go to that game, and it wasn't because of the game. It was because she was older. They had to, you know, to go support her. Um, and so I'm like, all right, cool. Let me go play basketball, right? And took hold of basketball. But my whole motivating factor behind that was just be better than Ashley. Just, just be better than my sister. And I think I accomplished that. <laughs> and so when she was studying to get a real estate license over in Italy, she kept mentioning uh, real estate. And mind you, I had not looked into that whatsoever. I didn't know anything about real estate. And she was like, just get your real estate license when you're done playing ball. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to be a used car salesman, you know, because I, I had no idea what real estate was. And she was like, no, just look into it. Just look into it. And so I had got to that point. I think I played like maybe two, two, three more seasons after that. And so I started looking into it a little more. I was like. I can do this. You know, I can I can transition into what I learned from basketball into uh, into real estate. And so my whole motivating factor getting started for that was be better than Ashley. <laughs> right. Make Ashley call me for help in real estate. Right. That happened. <laughs> she actually got out of it. She just moved to uh, moved to Arizona. But she's I think she's going to get back into it now. But for the time being, while we were both into it, you know, she was calling me. Hey, what I do for this? What I do for this? I was like, yeah. We did. We did. <laughs> what what did. are you going to do next, Ashley? Right. I'm, me, I'm coming. <laughs> exactly. I just need the blueprint. Just, just tell me what you're going to do, then I'll make it better. <laughs> so that that's honestly how I got into it. It wasn't, I, I, I didn't, so everything that I did in school was geared towards working with kids. Um, and so when I finished playing, I went back and got my degree and everything like that. But I went into working at CPS, which was a whole different beast in itself because, again, I, I wanted to do everything as far as helping kids and everything like that. Um, found out quickly that it was not for me and so went into a different sales job. Uh, at that time, I started studying to get my real estate license as soon as I got back. Um, worked, there, worked at CPS for a little bit and then went to a, like a hardcore boiler room type sales job. It was um, a medical recruiting like for doctors and placing doctors it's called locum tenums. And so I, I, it was a plan. I wanted to do that. I'm like, all right, gotta, gotta sharpen my, my, my sales skills. Had no idea what sales were, but I was like, all right, let me try it. Let me see if I can get good at it. Cold calling all day, every day. I was like, this, this can't be life, right? This, this can't be it. Where I'm just gonna be on the phone all day trying to place doctors in different states and getting them paid on vacation leave. That's what locum tenum work is. All right, guys, let's talk about today's sponsor. Glenn LeBlanc and Supreme Lending have been serving the Austin market for 20 plus years. They are a local lender with in-house underwriting, so you're kept in the loop every step of the way. Whether you're doing a cash out for home repairs or a first time home buyer, Glenn makes the lending process smooth and easy to navigate. Always available and able to educate buyers along the way. Choose a local lender when buying your next home. 
Call 512-672-9472 anytime. And if you say you heard this ad in our podcast, Glenn will refund your appraisal if you use him. Definitely reach out to Glenn. Glenn is a personal friend of ours. The link to his website is in the description below. Now back to the episode. And uh, so did that for a little bit, kind of got good on the phone. Again, still studying from a real estate license. Finally got it. Went to the manager over there. I was like, hey, <laughs> and I, I made it sound so grandioso, but it wasn't. I, I told him, I said, you know, man, it's just getting so hard for me to run two businesses and I, I just got to get out. <laughs> I got to pick one. He was like, what's your other business? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really big into real estate. Just started. <laughs> just started. Just got my license. <laughs> just got my license. He was like, oh, I didn't even know that. I was like, yeah, I just hadn't really said anything. <laughs> But that that's kind of how it all got started. It was, you know, be better than Ashley at basketball, be better than Ashley at real estate. And then, uh, you know, like I mentioned before, I was, you know, telling other people that, you know, I was getting into real estate and then prove them wrong that it wasn't going to be UT that got me over the edge. That's cool, man. <laughs> and that's the mindset to have. I, I approach things the same way with, because uh, I was going to ask, like, why did you go work at that company? And then you answered it while I was trying to learn how to do sales. Yeah. Um, and like I'm, I have some like long-term goals of, of getting into politics nice. and I was thinking the other day, like I should go like do some improv classes. Like that seems pretty scary yeah. to me, but learn how to like think on the fly and adjust. Sure. And that would be probably really beneficial for that. Yeah. Uh, so I just point that out because, uh, as people are trying to grow their business or get into anything like zone in on the skills, that's what you did with basketball, yep. right? Um, that's how you find success. I, I tell my agents all the time it's a it's a it's the success comes from the routine if you don't have a routine get one as quickly as you can because again if you're if you're just doing the shotgun approach it's not gonna work you have to have something that you're gonna work on each and every day for me getting you know transitioning from basketball I mean I had no sales background it's not you can't do a whole bunch when you're in college because uh, well, when you're playing sports in college because you're traveling and you got games and you got long practices I mean I was taking tests on planes going to games you know so it's, it's a lot of stuff that goes along with it so i didn't really have the opportunity like most you know to go and do internships and learn all this stuff so i had to learn on the fly um and it's a lot of it you know youtube university you that's know, right <laughs> man. I, and i think that that is the if not you know one of the best traits for you know someone in our position to have is the ability to not have to know everything but like you just mentioned you know understand the blueprint get an idea where i need to go right. get a few skills and then just go run with it right. and figure it out along the way. Because I think that's where a lot of a lot of people, you can kind of separate yourself from that because you have a lot of people that know a crap ton about everything, but their the ability to actually continue it on and and actually make something of it stops because of whether it's fear, the lack of motivation, or whatever. You know, I don't really have to know a whole bunch to get started. I'll learn on the way, but I'm going to get started. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that we get the wheels in motion, whether or not I have all the skills or have all the, the knowledge right away. I'll get that. But I know it's not going to happen unless we actually start. You yeah. got to be in the game. Yep. Yep. And specialize. It made me think of this quote. You guys probably heard this. I, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Bruce Lee, but he was saying, I'm not afraid of the guy that has a thousand kicks. I'm afraid of the guy that's practiced one kick a thousand times. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Right? You know, Cause I was he, like, cause that, he knows how to do that kick. <laughs> <laughs> kick the shit out of you. <laughs> uh, so, um, all right. So you were, let's talk about like, uh, after you did the, uh, cold calling type deal, you zoned in on the sales skills. You, you said, I'm going to figure this out on my own. Yeah. What was that process like? And, and even up to where you're at now, like, well, you got a brokerage now. You said, I think you got 15 yep. agents. 
Yeah. Um, started doing, you, you said you started at another brokerage, mm-hmm. right? Like walk us through the, as much as you can of like what you were doing. What did that look like? Right. I mean, pointing this out for people that are new, like real estate looks fun and we're oh. having fun right now and it is fun. Everybody but, wants to be in real estate until it's time to be in real estate. Right. And there's, <laughs> there's a whole unseen world that people don't see. Like yeah. if you can maybe like give some color and insight into yeah. that. Like, what did that look like? Well, let me, I'll take you a step back. As I was in that, that sales job that I was in, uh, doing, um, you know, the medical stuff, I was still studying. So it was, you know, you have your manager walking around. I've got my, my iPad up trying to take courses while I'm at that job. You know, I see him I'm like, all right, come back on the phone, you know, and then he leaves. I'll, I'll pull it back up, but I'll, I'll throw a, a bigger wrench into it. I was getting married at the time, you know, so we were in the process of planning a wedding um and i mean we didn't have a whole bunch of financials financial support from our parents so it was us paying for the wedding and i had the decision to make do i want to keep this job um while i'm studying or you know preparing to get my real estate license do i want to keep this job um and you know finish paying for the wedding or do i jump in cold turkey no no check insight for for real estate no commissions just yet and just see what happens i made the decision to wait until I finished paying for that wedding before I went in, you know, took a leap of faith to get to get into real estate. And to I'll kind of stop right there because one of the biggest questions that I get is should I stop the job that I have uh, or keep it as I'm getting into real estate? And I think it's a personal choice. You know, I think that if you have a goal to make it full time, then you got to set certain parameters, you got to sort of set up certain plan to make sure that if you are going to reach that goal, maybe it's Financially, you want to have a certain amount in your bank account before you can make that full transition. What I figured out is most people get into this business for different reasons. Some, like myself, wanted to be the huge breadwinner for the family. Other people just want, you know, just to have a supplemental income. Both are fine, but there still needs to be a plan of action, especially if you're planning to go full time. What, what's your plan, and how long is it going to take for you to get there? So for for the people that are are actually, you know, deciding to jump into it and they still have that job, that's the decision that they're going to have to make. Is it going to be a full-time gig? Or is it going to be something part-time that I'm working to get in full-time? And that and that's the route that I went to. I was like, all right, cool. I gotta gotta pay for this wedding because I would rather have uh, I would rather not have my wife be mad at me, <laughs> right? Finished paying for that. As soon as we got back from the honeymoon, jumped into uh, jumped into real estate full-time, right? And from then on, it was I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'll figure it out. You know, uh, I got on with the company that had a really good training program. But again, all the training doesn't prepare you for what goes out in the in the real world. You're going to get a question that just a training cannot help you with. It is what it is. And I and I tell the people that when I go talk to the schools for for real estate, you're going to go have to go fall on your ass. It is what it is. Go fall on your ass. Go back and call your broker. Yeah, (laughs) we were talking about that the other day. You know, new agents will get out of real estate school 180 hours and then like, all right, now what do I do? Exactly. How do I do this? Exactly. And so the the real estate school doesn't prepare you for real estate. It just prepares you not to get sued. And that's fine. Nobody wants to get sued. They have all the laws and stuff in there. But the the real estate comes from intrinsically being intrinsically motivated. And are you an entrepreneur or you're a entrepreneur? You know, which one are you? Are you going to go out there and actually learn how to do this? Or are you going to sit there and be like, well, I want to do this and, you know, I can set my own schedule. But, you know, the morning of setting my own schedule, I'm watching a whole bunch of TV. It doesn't really work like that. So I went through the training courses. I did all of that. And again, the whole what it always falls back to is who did I talk to today? Did I talk to enough people today? Did I 
uh, tell people about my real estate business enough today to satisfy tomorrow. And if I didn't, then, you know, as as being self-employed, you're the CEO, COO and CFO. You get to fire yourself and hire yourself the very next morning if you choose to. Now, if you don't hire yourself the very, very next morning, then you got a whole different problem on your hand. You know, but that's the thing. That's the good thing about being in real estate is you get to fire yourself and say, well, today was my best day. You're fired. Wake back up, hire yourself, look at your plan of action, whether, whether you know what it is and follow that to a T each and every day. And again, the success comes from the routine. If you do it every single day, you'll look at your pipeline and say, whoa, I got some stuff going. And, and you know, I, I tried everything. I did the cold calls. I did the door knocking. I did the open houses. I did the Facebook social media marketing. I did, you know, go join a whole bunch of groups. Love that, you know, love networking and meeting new people. So I, I did all of it. And I encourage everybody that's, that gets into it to try all of it and figure out what, excuse me, what you want to do, what you're good at and what you're like, you know what, this is, I'm not going to do this. I'm not, I'm not going to do this. So I'm not, I know I'm not going to give my all into it because I don't want to do it. For me, that was door knocking. I tried it. Didn't really like it, you know, not saying that it doesn't work, but it just wasn't for me. And so I had to figure out what else I could do to compensate for not going door knocking. And for me, that was, you know, doing the things that I like to do, just doing it more often, but also being more intentional about bringing up real estate when I could. You know, for example, there's a lot of Christmas parties, stuff going on right now. If you don't make it intentional to actually go and look at what's selling in the MLS for that house that you're going to for that Christmas party, then you failed because you know, like your friend said, somebody's going to ask you about real estate. And if you don't have anything thoughtful to say, then you just failed that interview. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I can go, if I go to somebody's house, I'll go look. Okay, this house just sold five days ago. It sold for this. Boom. I got two stats. I look like a genius now. That's all it is. Right. You know, Dude, I, I look cool. <laughs> We're, So Alex and I get to just constantly learn doing these podcasts. Yeah. And like, that's a great tip. Like you should, anytime you're going to a house, look, look, at, look at the stats. Takes, what? <laughs> two one minutes. minute, two minutes. Here's another one. I don't want to cut you off. Keep going. But like, uh, we, we thought this was fascinating. A, a lady was in here the other day and her client or a realtor that she knows on her team goes to dog parks. Yeah. And the people with the big dogs <laughs> are usually going to be buying a house soon. Yep. She said she gets like five to seven clients a year from dog park. Never even thought about that. Yeah. But little tips. It, learning man doing the doing so what's helped me the most is just doing the things that i like to do i mentioned that hill country indoor basketball league that i'm in get a ton of business from from other people from other people on different teams and from my teammates i go to work out at the gym for whatever reason i don't even know how word got spread but people come and say i heard you're in real estate yes i am what do you need you know <laughs> so doing the things that i like to do each and every day again you're intentional because you're being you're following what your plan is and sometimes that plan doesn't really include real estate, but if you bring real estate into it, then again, it pays off. Mm-hmm. And you got to keep pushing forward. Yep. Um, I think about it all the time, like to, to rely on what's coming is kind of scary. Like, yeah. you know, you, the deals do keep coming, but not always and not for sure. And not until the ink is dry. Right. And so <laughs> like, you know, you sold a certain amount of houses this year. Like there's no guarantee you're going to nope. sell these houses next year. Nope. It's, it's, it's a weird deal. Yeah. It's all like what you said about, did I do enough today to satisfy tomorrow? Yeah. That was my, uh, my mother, uh, my stepmother, actually, she, um, they bought a house a few years ago and we were in the closing room and she asked me that she goes, so AJ, is this what you do all day, every day? I was like, what do you mean? 
He's like, do you just have closings all day, every day? I was like, I wish. <laughs> I wish I was just sitting in rooms watching people sign paperwork all the time. I was like, no, it doesn't work like that. She goes, well, how do you kind of, you know, foresee what's going to happen? I was like, you don't. You, you can't. People that say that they, they have a, a, a million dollars on the books, it's just on the books. It hasn't closed yet, you know? And so that's the hard part about it. I mean, I think this year was – I've had the most deals fall apart this year, you know, due to COVID than ever, you know, it was, you look at it, you're like, okay, well, cool. This is why you don't count your money before you get it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, it, and it makes you, uh, you know, I don't know if it's fear or what, but it makes you keep pushing forward every yep. day to do more and more and more. For me, it is fear. I mean, I have a fear. I feel that too. I, yeah. have, I have a fear of, I, I, this is going to sound so, so wrong and I don't, I don't mean it rude by any means but my, my wife will come ask me all the time do you want to go do this you want to go do this and I'm not a big traveler she loves to travel I I mean I've seen the world so I'm kind of jaded on that I was traveling from Russia Jerusalem Moscow you know Spain Italy when I was playing basketball so I saw it I was like hey it's not it's not what you're gonna think it is it's not that it's not that nice <laughs> or I'll say yeah it's pretty nice we can go there you know but yeah. it, it is I'm not a huge just get up and travel and so I always say, well, do you want to live under a bridge? <laughs> like, I got to go make some money, <laughs> right? you know? And so it's, it's, it's rude to say that, but I, I don't, there's a fear factor that comes into it because I don't, you know, I, I told this to my friend the other day. I said, when, whenever you get married, if the marriage falls apart due to finances, 99% sure no one ever goes to the wife. They always come to the husband and say, well, how'd you let your family get like this? And so I, you know, that's how I operate. I'm, I'm always going to try to put my family in the best position possible so that we are not failing financially. Uh, Kayla trusts me 100% with finances, which is really awesome because she knows, you know, it's, one, I'm a numbers guy and she knows I'm going to make the right decision. If not, you know, it'll be, we got close, <laughs> you know, but it was, it's something that it, 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 there's a fear that comes along with it because I, I, I don't want to let my son down. I don't want to let my family down and I don't want to put him in a bad position to where we're not having to scrounge for, for, for anything that we need. I want us to have an abundant life to making sure that we're all satisfied and we, we can go travel if we want to, we can go buy this if we want to. doesn't mean we have to, but we can if we if we need to. Yeah, I love it, man. And I think that's like the basic need. You got to keep that going. Yeah. Uh, for me, like my fear, honestly, even at this point is like, I'm scared of people telling me what to do. <sighs> I, I, really, I really am. Like, I don't want anyone to ever tell me what to do. And yeah. real estate allows that. Yeah. Like, I don't have to do it. No one can tell me anything right now. But like, I got to keep that going. Because right. you, you said it can end. It the can deals end. can stop. The, so fun, you, the funny thing about that is part part of small reason of why when I first got into real estate um, and then I joined the company that I was with part of the reason why I was like, I got to get out of here as quickly as possible nothing to do with the actual brokerage I hated loathe insert anywhere that you want I hated having the email of another man's name absolutely hated it what's your email aj at such and such dot com aj at such and such I hated putting that name right there so I was like, nah, I can't, I can't. And may, again, maybe it was ego, but I couldn't do it. So that's why my company is not, you know, AJ Abrams Realty. Cause I, I, I know I'm probably not the only person that has that feeling, you know? And so I'm not gonna, I don't want anybody else to have that feeling that if they are a rock star agent, just don't want to be with me because of that. Now, naming your company, after, I think it's awesome. Yours is named after you. That's awesome. I just didn't want to have it simply because it's like, 
I'm just every time I give up my email. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's good insight. That's, I never, that's, I, that's a great point. I never thought about it. Yeah, it's good insight. That was again, maybe maybe I'm just too arrogant. I don't know, but yeah, that was, that well, was you're a, but you're an entrepreneur, right? Like, yeah, you're the not everyone wants to. You know, do all the back end stuff that you you have to handle. Right. The accounting, the taxes. Yeah. So some people do, some people don't. And yeah. I think sometimes it, it seems a lot better than it is. Like we still got, you know, people to answer to. We still got employees, we still got clients, yeah. we still got the IRS. Yep. And everyone's just a little different. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but, but that's actually a really good point. I never really considered that. And so uh, you're kind of, I, 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 I hope that wasn't rude, bro. No, 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 no. it's, it's not, great. Not at all. I, I just think it's uh, entrepreneur minded. And yeah. the only thing it made me think of, uh, cause I, I preach it, man. Like, like I said, like if people want to buy houses, call AJ, there's no competition. I yeah. think you're a great agent. You have a great team. Uh, we're not competing on any means. And there's this abundance mindset. Right. Um, and people on our team, like I, I support that if they want to go open their own business, have at it that, like I, I don't let me know how i can help exactly <laughs> yeah so i appreciate hearing that and i think um when you think like that in life things work out better for sure you know for sure so. I, I think you know it, it was a struggle for me to leave because of everything that's kind of set up in those bigger brokerages it's really tough to leave especially if you have stuff on the on the books <clears throat> and for me it was you know i, I tell some as soon as somebody joins my company do not stay unless you want to be here I'm not going to prevent you from leaving by any means. You know, even if you have a deal on the books, if you leave before that deal closes, I, I'm not the company that's going to hold your check. As yeah. soon as it closes, I'll get you your money. You yeah. know, if you feel like somewhere else is going to be more beneficial for you, who am I to hold you up? You know, go do it. If it's not what you thought, more than welcome to come back, but I'm not going to hold you up. Yeah. And I, I preach, I'm the first person to tell it. We, we posted a video the other day. Um, not that that's like, always right you know but i say like look you're either betting on someone else or you're betting on yourself right. and it seems like an obvious answer to me <laughs> yeah. uh, and not necessarily you know brokerage is different yeah. like you can be at a brokerage and be betting on yourself for sure but i just fundamentally believe in that like, i do too yeah this episode is brought to you by house max funding house max is one of the fastest growing hard money lenders in america specializing in loans that provide you the cash needed to fund flips buy and holds and ground up construction projects house max gives you the ability to compete with all cash buyers and increase your velocity by closing in seven to ten business days if you're looking for cheap hard money and a relentless originator who will make sure your deal gets funded call or text bryce tennyson today 512-627-6192 bryce is a great friend of ours he actually funds all of our hard money uh, loans and uh, he'll get the job done for you uh, so make sure you give him a call. Back to the episode. My wife's a basketball coach. She's a coach at Lake Travis. And so we talk a lot of sports. And um, for whatever reason, every time something's on Longhorn Network, she'll get a text. I'll get a text of, of the game. AJ's on Longhorn Network. I was like, I, guys, I was there. Got it. I was there. <laughs> Don't need to rewatch right? it. I was there. I know exactly what happens. And so she would, she would ask me all the time, why would you always want to shoot from so far out? And then she'll give me a hard time. And she'll rewind it and say, look, that person was open. It goes back to what you were saying about betting on yourself. Mm. I know I worked hard. I know this shot that I'm about to shoot was not by chance. I worked to get this. So I trust me shooting this because I put the work in. I'm going to bet on me as opposed to this person over here who may or may not have put the work in. I know I worked harder. It may be an easier shot. I trust me. Mm. I'm betting on me. Mm. And my percentages say that yeah, it was a good choice. And so for same thing with real estate, 
I'm going to choose to bet on me each and every day. Not saying that anybody else is less than or better than me. I'm just saying I trust me. I know what I'm willing to do. I know what I'm not willing to do. I know that I have the discipline enough to go do it. And that if I set my mind to it, it's going to get done. Mm-hmm. And so I'm betting on myself each and every day. Yeah. <laughs> All about it, man. That's the only yeah. way to live. Where, where do you think uh, your view on real estate is now? Maybe from when you started. So you have your own real estate brokerage. Yeah. Uh, start off as an agent. Now you own your own brokerage. Um, is it all, what'd you say? (laughs) Hard, hard. (laughs) Well, is it all sales? Are you looking more into investing or into different things like that? It's, it's, I want to get more into the investing side of things. And that's where you guys come in. (laughs) Um, but it's more so for me and the, from the company standpoint, I want to make sure that I'm coaching the agents enough to do well for whatever, you know, goals that they have set. So it's, it's company first, me second. And if, if that can kind of resonate. Um, you know, it has to be that way. Yeah, and for I've, sure. And I've gone to his meetings, and I, I, I respect the way you do them. You can tell yeah. that you care about the team. I appreciate it. It was man. cool to see how you run the meetings. Appreciate it. Yeah, it, I, I want to put those guys first because if you think about it, they put a whole bunch of trust in me and in yourselves to want to join your company and help them learn or further their career. So I don't, I don't take that lightly. It's I want to make sure that they're good first. And then for me, you know, making sure that my family is good uh, in terms of finances and in terms of setting us up for the future. And that's where the investing side of it comes in. So eventually, personally, not from a company standpoint just yet, but personally, I want to get more into on the investing side of things. But uh, as of right now, it's making sure that they are getting what they want out of this business, because, again, it goes back to what we've been talking about just in a different word. If, if they're getting what they want, then my needs will be met as well. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're your clients. Yep. They're our clients. You got to treat them like a book of business. You got to check in with them. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Hey, how's everything going? I see you get your little down today. Tell me about it. You got to do all of that. <laughs> and you, and you, uh, you like it, right? Like, yeah. yeah it's, it's, I mean, we just had a Adrian of the month. We yeah. took, took Dorian out to Jack Allen's and like, it's fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're doing it, you know, we're business savvy, but at the same time it's life. Like it we're is. not, it's not all just money 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 no, there's it's, we're enjoying it's, it it's man. Relationships. like yeah like we're right now we're working we're also having fun but we are working it's, yeah you know what i mean so I, that's well, what i told it was um i had a meeting with a potential agent and i was like look around like this is work for me right now i'm in a coffee shop talking about real estate with the potential of you joining my company and helping you further your career this is work <laughs> it's beautiful it's beautiful <laughs> What were you about to say? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Uh, no, you're good. I think I was just going back to the having to take care of other people yeah. and making sure that everybody else is good first. And I think that, you know, I don't personally have a family with kids or a wife or anything yet, uh, mm. but that will be the priority then. Uh, but I mean, with the businesses, you have a bunch of people relying on you, right? Sure. Like Matt has uh, an assistant. Is that still happening? Yeah, man. Yeah. I, that's moving down here from, jealous. from Washington. <laughs> It's yeah, so it's it's a big deal. Uh, she's she's like, I'm gonna move down there, and it's. I feel like it's probably the the scariest thing I've ever done because yeah. I feel very, uh, I don't know, like responsible for mm-hmm. making sure this goes right. Right, that's pretty freaking scary. It like is. I actually, it's interesting. Like I, I'm like, I really don't even kind of want to do this, but whenever I feel like that, it's like there's that's more of why I should do it. Right. It's like if there's that because I'm just scared of letting her down. That's really what yeah, exactly. it is. Exactly. That, and that's it comes back to I don't want the people that decided to sign up with my quote unquote startup company out of nowhere to be to be let down 
uh, for things that I could have controlled. Are, are there things that I can't control in real estate? Yeah, for sure. But if it, there's anything that I can control, I'm going to try to handle it as best I can to make them not only proud to be a part of the company, but also proud that their business is where it, where it wants to be. Um, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's a relationship type of deal. You get to know a lot of people that way. You get to, you get to see their ups and downs. That's, that's what I like about it. Um, the other factor of that, you know, starting up your own brokerage, I mean, it's, it's a lot of late nights because I'm, I'm still doing it all. You know, I'm, I'm scared to death to hire an assistant because I like yourself, I don't want to let, I don't want to let them down. You know, what if always comes into mind. And so, you know, there's a lot of late nights where I'm doing taxes and payroll or, or DAs, making sure that they're getting paid at the table and things like that. And it takes a lot of time. Maybe I probably should do it. I mean, my wife's knocking on my door. Hey, anytime, anytime, I'll leave teaching anytime. Just let me know. <laughs> I'll leave teaching. I'm like, no, no, no. You keep that job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I probably should do it. It's just, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into the, the back end stuff. The What I like to call, you know, the non-sexy stuff. You know, I'm outside spraying down my signs and everything. It was like, yeah, the non-sexy side of real estate that nobody thinks about. <laughs> yeah. You should start marketing all the opposite stuff. <laughs> That'd be cool. Are you sure you want this life? <laughs> Don't get into real estate. It's fun, man. Um, so what? are the uh, goals for you? Like, I don't know if you, I, I'm kind of like the worst at this. Like I just mm -hmm. keep going, going, going. I don't yeah. have this very clear picture cause I, I love what I do and right. I don't have the, you know, I want to sell my business and retire kind of mindset right. at all. Uh, do you have any kind of goals for your business? Uh, you know, maybe do you, do you always see yourself selling or do you want to get out of selling and only have your team selling? Um, yeah. So I, I think, I'm, I kind of operate off of, I have to have a plan. Otherwise, you know, I'll sit down and watch TV or I'll be like, Oh God, I don't have anything to do today. If I didn't like actually have something written down, um, even short, like short term, but as far as long term goals, yes. I mean, uh, immediate, uh, goals is I, w I want to get to 50 agents. Okay. Um, I still want to continue selling. Um, uh, I don't, you know, I, I think I do a really good job of letting the agents know that come on board. Hey, I'm not taking any of the leads or anything that come in from the company. It's uh, all dispersed to you guys. I've you know built up a really good book of business that it's all referrals now. So I still want to sell because I want to make sure that I'm personally for my for my own book of business that I'm actually excelling from the people that trust me enough to still say, hey, go talk to AJ. Um, ultimately, do I want to get out of it? Yes, I want to get out of selling have the brokerage established enough to where everybody is, you know, what I like to call everybody's eating, you know, uh, selling all their stuff, selling, you know, buyers, sellers, leases, whatever, whatever they want to do. And then go, go more towards not the stereotypical coaching world of it, but I want to be more of the, um, consultant type. Hey, what'd you do to build up this business? How, how did this work for you? What are the ups and downs and things like that? And then that'll allow me to do more things, um, which, which is honestly where my passion really lies. I love to go speak to schools. I want to really get into going to speak to businesses as well, because my, I'll take you into, I'll put you in my brain a little bit. How I operate is if I was good at sports, if I was a good realtor, if I was a good broker, if I was good enough to establish a company that is rocking and rolling, agents are doing well, agents are happy, then you have no choice but to listen to me because that's 
four things that I've been good at in an entire life. Mm. You got no choice but to listen to me and say, hey, how did, how did you do this? Mm. And so now I can go talk to different startup businesses. It doesn't even have to be in real estate, you know, and, and, and coach them on what it takes, the, 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 the focus on what it takes to do there, the, to get there, the discipline, not even anything business related, but more so the motivational factor behind it. What's your why? Why are you getting up every day? Who, who are you working for? Because if, if it's for yourself, then you're not going to be in this very long. You know, it's more so can I, I want to do that to different businesses and schools and things like That's that. That's cool. So you feel like you have, you've got something that you've figured out you know that if you do these things, it works for sure. And that's kind of what you want to get out there to ha- allow other people to do that. Right. Cause it, I mean, I tell people all the time, real estate is, is not hard. You know, it's, it, well, I shouldn't say it's not hard. Real estate is very hard. It's, 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 it's very, very simple though. It's there's you step by step, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, but do it every day. Mm-hmm. And most people don't have the, the discipline enough to do it each and every day, especially because there is no check in sight just yet. You know, six to eight months freshly getting into it, you may not get a, you may not get a check. If you do get one, you're still not getting paid for thirty days. You know, so it's do I how can I do this each and every day without the thought of money being on the mind, but how am I building my book of business each and every day to where I I can start relying on referrals to come in and things like that. If there is one thing or one mindset or one attitude uh, that has led you to success in basketball as an agent, the brokerage, uh, what would you say that that is? Uh, one word, confidence. Confidence. That's it. And where, um, where does that come from? It comes, it comes from my parents. Um, and he would, it's very dark when he would say this to me, but whatever. My, <laughs> it's very, very dark. But he would say, hey, hey, Slim, if I were to leave this earth today, I wouldn't leave you money. I wouldn't leave you anything but confidence. Because if you have confidence, you can go do anything you want to do. Mm. And so, again, I took took hold of that. And, again, that's why I, I, I think sometimes I teeter-totter on the line of arrogance versus confidence because I think I can do everything. Now, can I? Yeah. Uh, give me some time. I, I think I can figure it out. But there's the confidence that lies, okay, if I put my mind to it, confidence first, figure out the plan and do the plan, put the, put the discipline into action and actually get it done. But would the the confidence comes from knowing that you you have what it, you're gonna do what it takes to to be there. It's not like a blind like, or you or maybe it is like you're just like I'm confident. Whatever it is, I, it comes from confidence from just yourself first. Because again, going back to basketball, I didn't really know I was good at basketball. I mean, my, my <clears throat> people had to tell me. I was just like, all right, well, I'm I'm just out here practicing, you know. And so it didn't come from me actually seeing the ball go through the hoop or me dribbling or, or, or doing well in games. It came from me just doing what I, it took. I figured I can, I figured I, I can, I can do it. I'm just going to go do it now. And mm-hmm. the same thing with real estate. It was like, all right. I mean, if I said I was going to do it, I'm not going to fail myself. Mm-hmm. I, I know what it takes to be successful. Cause I've done it once before and didn't really have a blueprint. It was just like, all right, I put in the work to go do it. And so now I was like, I'm a confident person. So if someone says that, you can't do it. It's not that I'm trying to prove them wrong per se. It's just like, okay, I'm confident enough in myself that I can actually go do it and I'll mm. figure out how to go do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think that that is key too. If you, uh, it's just betting on yourself, like yep. you're talking about, you know, yep. knowing that uh, you may not know everything or you may not know anything at all at this point, but the fact that you're going to go out there and figure it out and, yep. and get it done. Yep. I love it, man. Uh, I guess two more questions before yep. we get out of here. Let's do um, it. I'm thinking about back to basketball. Like, yep. what wh- is there a, one moment or a few moments, like favorite moments that you have from basketball um, um, that, that like just stick out? Like, man, that was fa- so 
favorite moment in college. Yeah. Right. It's actually two because it was the first one was the first time I ever dunked a basketball, and I was in college, um, and we it was the Sweet Sixteen, and that one runs all the time on uh, whenever the tournament comes up. And I didn't even make the shot, you know. But what I think about is I was a freshman, so if you think about it, you had Lamarcus Aldridge on my team, had PJ Tucker on my team, Daniel Gibson, Brad Buckman. Uh, Kenton Paulino had a whole bunch of big names on the team, but I was on the court at this point in time. I was like, oh, somebody saw something in me, right? <laughs> and so we were playing West Virginia, and uh, there's there, they had a guy named Kevin Pitsnoggle. I think his first name was Kevin, but I know his name was last name was Pitsnoggle, something like that. So we're up. He comes down. It was like maybe 10 seconds ago. He hits a three. Now we're losing. We don't have any timeouts left. And so you you go back. You revert back to what you've been training what you've been trained to do so i they take the ball out i call outlet cross over the side of the court and i'm about to shoot it somebody runs at me and i kick it off to kenton paulino he makes the game winner ball goes through exactly when the buzzer goes off right i was like this is what they're talking about when they're talking about the ncaa tournament right this this is this is the ncaa tournament right here at its best um and so we won that game we go on to play lsu in the elite eight literally one game to get to the final four you guys remember big baby davis glenn yeah, davis yeah, yeah. lost to him and i think his name was tyrus thomas and um there was another dude garrett uh, garrett temple and they're uh, garrett's still in the league right now um uh, so not not a bad team to lose to they they were pretty good um, and, but that, that kind of sums up the NCAA tournament because you think about it, it's not like football to where you play a game, week off, play again. Basketball is you play that day, and especially in the tournament, you play that day, rest day, game. So you're on a high, right, for that night, part of the next day, then you go to practice, then you obviously got to prepare for the next game. You lose the next game, so like you think about the emotional stuff that goes on in a span of 72 hours, you're like, yeah, season's over. Wow. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So that, I mean, that was my freshman year. That was, that kind of sticks out into me, but the second one was literally in practice. And, uh, we were playing half court five on five. Rick Barnes was drawing up a play for the, for the other team. Um, and we were just kind of just waiting for the play to be called. And I, I grabbed the ball, just went up there and dunked it. And all my coaches were like, I was like, yeah, I didn't know I could do it either. Just happened. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> first time ever, but that was the first. So those two are the things that kind of stick out uh, in college. And there's there's several uh, in high school because I, I love my my coach. Still talk to him. He's actually trying to buy a house right now. Daryl Hageman. Uh, love love him a de- love him to death. And uh, one of the things, my my best friend actually passed away while my senior year in high school. So there was there were two big events. Uh, my parents got divorced in my senior year in high school and my best friend passed away from cancer uh, in high school. And so that's a lot to throw on a 17 or 18 year old. Right. And um, he the, the way the, the reason why it sticks out to me is because of what he said. And I was the guy that I really didn't show a lot of emotion. I still don't show a lot of emotion because I, I took the whole Tim Duncan approach like you're never going to see me sweat. I don't care. If, I don't care how bad things are. You're not you're not going to see me looking like it's bad. You know, I'm steel face the whole time and so uh i laugh about it now but he called me up there because i was i wasn't doing anything in practice i was just so just like what the hell is going on and he goes you know what aj you just need to cry i was like (laughs) (laughs) crying doesn't solve anything Wow. Yeah, but that he was he's, he was super dope for that because I mean he he saw that I was going through some things and it was 
you know, it, it, obviously crying, you know, you go through emotions and crying actually does help. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but I just wasn't, I just, that just wasn't me. And so I was trying to fight it off the whole time. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Did you know uh, Coach Knight at Round Rock? I did. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Coach Knight. So it was a big thing that I was supposed to go to Round Rock High School, bro. He was. Uh, <laughs> we should have got you. We could have been great that year. Could have been great. Uh, him, him, uh, him, and my dad were actually really good friends, and so he wanted me to go to Round Rock. I was like, bro, I live right down the street from McNeil. I'm not going all the way to Round Rock, and um, tried and tried and tried. I was like, no, 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 I'm good. But he was the one that actually worked me out as I was preparing for the draft and everything, getting ready to go overseas. I was working out at Round Rock High School with Coach Knight. He was yeah. wild, man. I, I never played for him, but he was always clowning around and that, like always had something going on. It was funny. You, you, did you remember him? Or no? We played. Um, he was larger than life. He was. He was so loud, and he would drop the play. And uh, I mean, even during the game, you could hear him always saying, "Cash it in, cash it in." We were like, "Oh my God, be quiet!" Because <laughs> he would draw up the play, and that's when you knew the shot was supposed to come. Because he would just yell out, "Cash it in!" <laughs> Do you remember my cousin by chance? Uh, they called him Bunny, and like, he, they, Knight would put him in, and he's just like hardcore defense. Probably, I probably didn't like him. I probably didn't. <laughs> he was like, dude, he was he was all over it. But uh, I loved watching, man. And, Anyways, memories. But uh, for the listeners, for yourself, like, yep. how can we add value? How can listeners add value? Uh, what are ways that people can help you out? Man, it's 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 not a matter of of them adding value. Uh, just let me know how I can help you guys. Yeah. Uh, I think whenever I can be a resource for someone, um, you know, again, I, I, obviously we have a mutual respect for each other. I, I, there's an abundance of business going around. So, yeah. Um, if it's something that I can help with, whether it's you know you need a referral for a vendor. Uh, looking to get into the business and want to have have a set of different ears to, to talk to or you know just to kind of hear their experience just let me know i mean mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it that, that's one of the reasons why i love this business is i get to help on a lot of different aspects of uh, of, of people and in the business aspect of it as well so yeah that's just, cool. let, just let fun, me know man. Yeah, yeah we have brokerages that we call and we're like hey how do you do this or that yeah. and people help out yeah i mean if you're willing i'm willing to help and a lot of people really don't know people are willing to help because they haven't asked yet so if you just open up your mouth and ask a lot of people are willing to help answers always no if you don't ask exactly exactly what are ways people can get a hold of you find out about your company yeah uh, um supreme one realty.com uh, there is like an actual page on there that's devoted to, um, you know, people looking to get into the business. But, uh, I mean, social media is really big. So you can go to facebook.com uh, backslash Supreme One Realty. Uh, same thing with Instagram, same handle. Um, and then, of course, uh, phone number is 512-800-5539. Give me a call. Let me know how I can help. Um, you know, it, it is it is something that I am really passionate about simply because I get to help. Awesome. That's it, man. We appreciate yeah. you coming appreciate on. It. Absolutely. I appreciate uh, you guys having We're me. an opportunity city, so it's opportunity everywhere. It man. is. It is. Got to go out and, get, gotta go, go out and take it. <laughs> get it, baby. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely, man. Thanks, guys.